let's say good morning now to Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun. So much to unpack this morning. Hi, Vaughn. Good morning, Simi. All right, let's talk about what we heard yesterday. Numbers still uncomfortably high, but it doesn't sound like the Premier was worried. No, I mean, he did say we're not out of the, you know, you know the lines now. We've heard them all the time. We're not out of the woods yet. Yes, the case count is disturbing. Yes, variants are on the rise. Um, Yeah, all that, but uh, we're full speed ahead with as many vaccines as we can vaccinate, as many people as we can vaccinate. Uh, We're dealing with the trouble spots. The places that have been vaccinated, like Prince Rupert, are euphoric. And the premier doesn't think that these threats to the international supply chain of vaccines will affect British Columbia. He says he's talked to the prime minister about this. So all that is, oh, look, you know, I think we've known for weeks we're in a race here. (laughs) Can we get enough people vaccinated with the supplies we have before the variants overtake us, um, it remains an open question, in my view, as a pessimist. No, I would agree with you on that. And that's essentially the race that we're in right now. Yeah, yeah the Premier said something interesting yesterday. He said, uh, we've dealt with, uh, what, did he, what was his word? He said, uh, we're dealing with our most challenging area. And he made it clear, that's Fraser Health. So, Yes, you know, that's where we're vaccinating school teachers. That's where we're um, trying very hard to get people to respect the existing guidelines from Dr. Bonnie Henry. We don't have new guidelines. The problem is they're not listening to the existing ones. Uh, So celebrations, indoor events, all that. Um, You know, a couple of things yesterday that are Mm -hmm. important and I know um, I've been hearing from people on these points, so pass them on. Uh, we're getting the visitation rules finally today for long-term care, and people have been asking for those for weeks, and this will relax visitation in long-term care because we've got 90% vaccination there. And by the way, I don't know if you've seen the stories out of Ontario today, but there is a a story circulating back east that some of the long-term care facilities in and around the provincial capital, staff vaccination rates are way below 90%. So I think that'll be a question today. Um, The other thing that's very important, I've heard from people on this one as well, I expect you have, which is people who are clinically vulnerable. So these are people who have... Other medical conditions, they're at risk. They've been promised that they will be ahead of the queue or partway farther up in the queue, that they will get vaccinated. People have been writing me. I'm sure they've been writing you and saying, when, Mm -hmm. when, when? My doctor doesn't know. I don't know. I can't find out. So Dr. Penny Ballum yesterday said uh, the letter is in the mail. The health ministry has taken its its own records of medical treatment that people have had, linked those lists to the medical conditions that um, are considered high risk. So, for example, if you've had your spleen removed, that you're at risk, you'll be getting a letter. They've sent out 200,000 letters to people in those categories of risk. You should get a letter. The letter will invite you to register for a vaccination. Um, Those vaccinations will start 
as early as next week. Um, the vaccine, uh, when we get the province-wide call center up and running on April the 6th, uh, you'll be able to go there. And if you don't get a letter by the 15th of April, so if the letter doesn't arrive today, don't panic. If you don't get a letter by the 15th of April, then you check in with the call center and or your medical practitioner about uh, you believe you qualify, but you haven't heard yet or gotten a date. And uh, Doc Ballum said, of course, you know, the health ministry records are very good, but they're not complete. You, there may be some reason why uh, you may have moved and the letter went the wrong place. You may be from out of province, all that. You may have just moved here. Uh, in the event you're not on the list, there's an appeal process that starts with your own doctor. So it does sound as if um, this is a group out there, understandably, because they're vulnerable, they're very anxious. It does sound like a process is in the works on that. Okay, yeah, that's going to be tense for some people because if you are immunocompromised, you're probably, you've been at home a lot. You definitely want to be on this list. So, yeah, I guess the best thing is to say, if you don't get that letter, talk to your doctor about this. Yeah, and you can go on the BC Centre for Disease Control website and see who qualifies and who doesn't. And I know, you know, there are people that are very anxious who think they should qualify and they may not. Uh, I heard uh, somebody phoned in to Mike Smith's show yesterday and was talking to him and Keith Baldry. And he said, well, um, 10 years ago, he had a serious problem with asthma. Well, it has to be serious asthma right now to be sure being on the list. So there is an appeal process. Not everybody qualifies. Um, so, you know, it's, it's uh, complicated, as we know, with just about everything on this storyline. <laughs> so that is so true. Uh, let's talk about the positives here, though. We do have those new rules coming today, right? Yeah, we're getting the new rules on long-term care, and, uh, you know, finally, I think uh, visitation will be relaxing. Uh, there are, of course, you know, uh, people who haven't seen the aged parent, the aged relative, even the spouse, if much, if at all, for a year now. So that's a that's a big shift and a very important one. Um, the other thing I think is interesting yesterday is uh, the government has struck a partnership with a bunch of private companies and public agencies to uh, recruit staff for all of these vaccination clinics. So it doesn't mean they're suddenly turning people into doctors and nurses, but the clinics all need people to greet you at the door, to do calling, yes. uh, to tell you what to expect after you've been vaccinated because you have to stay and don't call it a holding pen, but you have to stay there in <laughs> case there's reaction. Yes. So there, there's a whole bunch of out-of-work out of or underutilized people, and mainly in the tourism sector, but other areas as well, all of whom will now be working. I think 1,400 people good. spread over these clinics. Uh, the premier said uh, some of the employers are, are paying full freight. The wages, in some cases, they're not. The province will be topping up their compensation, but you know it's it's making very good use of of those people. And uh, one little detail from the premier yesterday, but I think we should tip our hat to her. The rookie MLA for North Vancouver Seymour, Susie Chant, was yes. in her former life before she was elected to the legislature, community health nurse, and she is being retrained. 
uh, to uh, vaccinate people. Oh, and that. we'll be vaccinating, I guess, some of her own constituents <laughs> in North Vancouver. So nice. I, I tip my hat to her. That's a good story. Yeah, it is a good story. Also, let's get an update, too, on the whole tourism situation with the cruise ship. Uh, industry as well. I'm sure there were questions to the Premier about that yesterday. Oh, yeah. So you had a really interesting interview yesterday with Ian Robertson uh, from the Port of Victoria, the Harbour Authority, who said that this is a serious threat. The, the Alaskans are trying to get a law through the U.S. Congress that would essentially allow cruise ships to go between American ports without stopping in Canada. And, of course, a huge impact on the cruise ship industry here. Robertson you know, I think filled us into the threat, which is a two and a half billion dollar hit to the tourism industry in BC. But the most interesting thing he said was that he said he had tried to brief BC's tourism minister, Melanie right. Mark, about this threat several weeks ago, and his offer, offer to brief her was turned down. He didn't get to brief her. So yeah, the premier got asked about that yesterday, and he said, oh no, no, it's all a big miscommunication. He said, Horgan said he'd been in cabinet earlier that day with the tourism minister and she's well aware and BC's on the ball and we're working with Ottawa and we're going to be working with the Americans and we don't think this threat is likely to materialize because we don't think the law will actually get through the U.S. Congress. But yes, we recognize it as a threat and it's on the radar screen. I was really struck by how much better briefed the premier was on this issue than the tourism minister because she brushed the whole thing off in question period on Tuesday. Um, It was uh, was a big story. Uh, You covered it. Others covered it. But you had the really interesting thing, uh, which the premier didn't deny. He said it was miscommunication, but he didn't deny that, you know, they tried to tell the minister about this a few weeks ago, and it wasn't she didn't talk to them. I was wondering about that myself when I heard. Okay, thank you very much for that, Vaughn. Bye-bye, Simi.